Welcome to the Joy Revolution Podcast, where you'll stop letting the chaos of adulting fuck with your joy of living. Because can we all agree that adulting is a lot? All the responsibilities, obligations, chores, all the things you gotta do so that you can look like you've got it all together. But that's only half the story. What about how your life feels on your insides? How come no one ever taught you about that? I'm Elizabeth Wallace, a certified integrative life coach here to school you on the essential skills of working with your internal world, your emotions, your nervous system, your bodily sensations, and your thoughts so that you can close the gap between a life that looks good on paper and a life that actually feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. All right, so I am coming in hot for episode 18 of the Joy Revolution podcast. Today we are going to talk about something I feel incredibly passionate about, and that is the burr season, which is September, October, November, and December. This group of months. Because, you know, I was doing some research into the trends of stress, and Research has shown that stress is at its highest in December. It starts to tick up in September and it it culminates. It is at its pinnacle in December. How is that allowed? How is that allowed? No, like I am not going to stand for this. This is the most joyful or it can be the most joyful of all seasons. But we cross into September and there is such a vibe shift. It's that residual ingrained feeling of, all right, new school year, gotta like start to be productive and kick it off and start going. And we tend to put our heads down and hustle and feel hassled until we are utterly burnt out by the end of December. I find this utterly unacceptable. (laughs) How is it that we as adults allow ourselves and just accept that this is the season where we get more and more and more stressed and more and more and more burnt out when this season is supposed to be filled with childlike joy? I have been thinking about this a lot and I feel extremely mm, fiery about it. Right. And as I've been thinking about why it is that I'm just going to say it, I am so good at living fully and with so much joy in this burr season is that I have mastered three main ingredients that has completely unburdened my burr season. And I'm going to share those with you today. And then I have a surprise at the end of this episode for you to be able to take this so much deeper. All right. So the three main ingredients, the first one is being able to recognize and alleviate your triggers. Triggers being anything that activates a stress response in your body. And I am guessing if you were to pause and look ahead at the next bunch of months, these burr months, 
you could probably see a bunch of scenarios, circumstances, interactions, conversations that typically give you a stress response. Maybe it is having a conversation with your family about where you're going to spend the holidays, what you're doing for gifts for extended family, which holiday parties you're going to attend, whatever it is for you that you can see down the road, right? They're inherently going to be more triggers for your stress response during this season than like possibly any other season, right? Because we tend to um, have a an influx or an overwhelm of the number of things that you were invited to or required to go to, right? If you have kids in this early part of the season, there's back to school night, there's teacher conferences, there's I have Halloween parties. I mean, there's just a zillion things at the start of school. And then we move towards the Thanksgiving time. And then we move in towards whatever holiday you celebrate towards the end of the year, if you do celebrate, right? There's a lot of asks or invitations for your time. So if you are someone who has people-pleasing tendencies or has trouble saying no to things or doesn't give yourself enough time to actually think about what do I want to do this season? Do I want to attend this or do I not? then your birth season is going to be jam-packed and be taking a lot of energy out, I'm guessing without putting a lot of energy back in. If you are letting those habits run your birth season, yes, you absolutely will be burned out. But when you actually pause to think about how do I want to spend this season? What would feel good for me? and begin to center and plan around that, you will begin to shift the feeling of the season. Something else that can be, can kind of rear its ugly head at this time of year are expectations. Those of other people and your own expectations for what the season will be like. And if you go back and listen to episode six of this podcast, you will hear, all about what I think about expectations. I am not a big believer in them. <laughs> I don't think that they are often very helpful, but they do tend to rear their their heads at this time of year where we are getting pressure from a lot of other people who are emotionally tied to us doing what they want us to do. And I am thinking specifically about where we spend the holidays, particularly if you are someone who has children and you are dealing with two sets of grandparents or one set of grandparents or just extended family in general or friends or anyone who is expecting to spend a lot of time with you at the holidays. This can be very, very challenging and can elicit quite a stress response in your body. So the way that I have managed to really cut down on the number of triggers that activate my stress response is to think proactively about how I want this season to be for me. So often we get such a running start in September that we're pretty reactive, right? People invite us to things, we say yes, and then we're like, wait, I don't really want to go to that. So take a moment right now or after this podcast and really ask yourself, what do I want the next few months 
to look like and feel like? What are my priorities? What sounds fun? What feels joyous to me? And center your, the way you spend your time around that. Be proactive about that versus reactive, inherently just saying yes to things because you've always said yes. And practice saying no to things that you don't want to do because you're saying yes to something else. This is a good time to mention that there is a whole episode on boundaries and how to think about them in a way that will feel really good to you in episode 10 of this podcast. But developing really strong boundaries, really clear boundaries, will far reduce the number of triggers that activate your stress response. Then there are inevitably going to be times during this season where you do become stressed out, where something does activate a response that feels stressful and anxious, worried, frustrated, overwhelmed, overstimulated, any of those things. And here's what's really important to know. That's okay. That doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. But what we want to watch for is can you bring your nervous system back down into regulation so that you don't just start to um, snowball into just greater and greater and greater stress because that is what stress wants to do. And that is what will happen when you do not have the tools to bring yourself back down into a grounded, calm, soothed state. All right, so things like using techniques in bilateral stimulation, breathing techniques, movement techniques. And again, for these tools and techniques, you can head to my Instagram or you can hire me as your coach or you can look up nervous system regulation, right? Just Google it and try some of these techniques on, right? Because what we don't want is for something stressful to happen and then for you to carry that around and allow it to grow bigger for months on end. There are 1000% ways to become stressed and then to become unstressed. And it is a skill that you can hone. And then when you have cleared some space in your life by weeding out the things that trigger a stress response and knowing you have the tools to soothe yourself when you are triggered into a stress response, you want to fill that space with something. And my invitation to you is to fill that space with openness for glimmers. And this is a word that has started to be talked about more. And, you know, if a trigger is something that is unexpected and gets a rot, like a stress response rise in your body, then a glimmer is the opposite of that. It's a moment of unexpected joy that kind of comes out of nowhere, right? It's when like you're outside and all of a sudden the light starts streaming through the trees and you get this feeling of like, oh my God, everything is right with the world. Just those moments that stop time. Those are glimmers. And when you are looking for them, when you are open to them, when you have given yourself enough space to be aware of them, oh my goodness, they are all around you. And in order for you to be tuned in, 
right? It's almost like we can have little antenna. If you could see me, I have like my fingers on my head like little antenna. We can have little antenna that are uh, searching for stress, which is what we many times habitually do during this season. Or we can tune those antennae, antennae, antenna, I don't know, towards glimmers. And the way to tune your proverbial antenna to glimmers is to really tune into your five senses. To spend these next months with its particular flavors and traditions and to really sumptuously settle into your five senses. Right? It's like, oh my God, I just smelled that fall candle for the first time. Oh, yes! Or you take a bite into apple pie, which I just did the other day, and you're like, oh, yes, please. Right? It makes your heart so happy. And how do you how do you do that? Well, you simply tell yourself, I'm going to do that. And you keep reminding yourself to tune into your five senses. Right? And that also relies on the, your ability to prioritize having the space to observe the natural glimmers that are having that are happening around you, right? Like the light filtering through the trees or the feel of that crisp air on that first cool morning, right? Or the, you know, how beautiful a first frost is when it looks like there's glitter all over everything. And what is helpful in being able to observe the natural glimmers that are all around you is really keeping your life simple and as spacious as possible. And that relates to the triggers, right? That relates to the boundaries. What you are saying no to in order to say yes to creating more space for those more joyful glimmers. When you're creating boundaries and you are building a little wall around what it is that you want to protect, that thing that you want to protect could just be space. The space to experience the unexpected. That's valid. It doesn't have to be like, no, I'm not going to that party because I'm going to this party. It might be, no, I'm not going to that party because I want to leave space for me to actually just see what I want to do and go out and take a walk or whatever it is. So first you're going to uproot the triggers Then you're going to make space and observe and enjoy the glimmers. And the third bucket is to make sure that you do not shimmer. Are you familiar with that term, shimmer? It's it's one that my husband always used to use for me when I had a job that required me to be on my phone a lot of the time. Shimmering is when you are present, but you're not actually present. When someone's talking to you and then five minutes later you ask them a question, they're like, I literally just told you that, right? When your body is physically in that place, but your brain is elsewhere. And I know that this happens so, so, so often, all the time, but ever more increased during the Burr season when there's a lot of logistics to remember with new school years and photo days and doctor's appointments and through the holidays with gift wrapping and did I get a present for this person and where am I going after school this time and do I have to get the, like all, just all the logistics, right? The to-do list is the driver of shimmering. 
Shimmering is not being present in your life. And not being present in your life is the, the toxic sludge <laughs> that will steal your joy. Because then you're not actually living your life, right? So one way to avoid shimmering is by defining your vision for what you want your burr season to be. How do you want this next couple of months to go? How do you want them to feel? What do you actually want them to be about? Actively create this vision for yourself and, and literally picture it. Because then you can be proactive and grounded versus caught off guard and reactive. This is where you stand up for yourself. This is where you stand up for your joy. This is where you decide, you know what? This season, I am going to be where my feet are and I am going to prioritize joy. These are the things that I really am excited for and want to do. Everything else, I will run through the filter of how does this feel in my body? Do I really want to do this? If yes, go ahead. If no, do not. And how this breaks down is I want you to really, truly... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you 30 seconds right now, actually, to really, truly envision what do you want September through December to feel like for you? What's the vibe you're going for? How do you want it to look? What is a priority for you? Take it right now. I'll wait. Okay, and now, that wasn't 30 seconds, but I'm antsy. (laughs) And now, the way to hold yourself to that is to set your orientation every morning. To recommit in the morning of what do I want today to be about? How does this contribute to the vision of what I want for myself in this potentially very magical season? If there was a time of year that epitomized the joy revolution, this is the time. The time when the world and the inertia of our culture tries to pull us into hustle and burnout. This is the time to commit to not doing that, to commit to prioritizing joy, to being where your feet are, to simplifying and creating space. And the way to do that, again, to summarize, is to eliminate as many known triggers as possible. To build your toolkit of nervous system tending and soothing skills. To open yourself up using your five senses to feel the glimmers, to experience the joyful glimmers in your life. And to commit to not shimmering to commit to being present and where your feet are and truly alive during the next four months. So I invite you to join me to really step on in to the joy revolution over these next four months to say, I'm not okay with hustle and hassle and hurried and harried. I want happy. I want joyful. I want magical. 
For those of you who are freaking all in on this, I am hosting a workshop on October 2nd at 12 p.m. Eastern called Have Yourself a Happier Holiday Season, where we are going to go in depth into all of these different buckets and really workshop them to apply them to your particular life. We are going to address questions of, okay, but how do you do this when your decisions and your boundaries elicit an emotional reaction from family members? That one's a biggie, I know. We're also going to talk about how do you not overbook yourself? What do you do when you do get stressed out? You're going to get some, we're going to really work through some actionable tools that are so simple and so easy and you're going to walk away with a handful of them to know you can handle any any moment instance of stress that comes your way. So I am deeply committed to you all, to everyone, having a happier holiday season, one that is not full of heaviness and hassle. Okay, so join me because you want your childlike joy back. Because you don't want to stand for getting to the end of 2023 feeling super burnt out. Now, hear me when I say this. The workshop is set for an hour and a half, but I am going to stick around and be available for coaching on your holiday hangups, let's call them, until everybody feels satisfied, right? That is my level of commitment. And you get all of this for seven dollars. Seven freaking dollars. That is less than the bottle of wine you will not have to buy because you finally can say no to going to that holiday party that you hate every single year. Okay? The link to the workshop is in the show notes. If you have questions about it, if you have things that you really want to make sure that I address, feel free to shoot me a note on Instagram. My link for Instagram is also always in the show notes. Um, or you can shoot me an email at hello at elizabethwallacewellness.com. Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that every single one of these episodes brings you closer to a life that feels better to you on your insides. And if you're looking for more, you can find tons of tools and tips, ideas, and perspectives on my Instagram at ElizabethTheJoyCoach. And if you're curious about working together personally, you can find out more info about that on my website, which is linked in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening so that more people can join the joy revolution and get out from underneath the heaviness of adulting.